So, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to uh, the Inside Out Effect podcast. I am your host, as always, uh, Stephen Jake, the founder of HealingTheMind.co.uk and co-founder of the Inside Out Effect. And we thank you for joining us uh, this week. Whilst it's light, uh, with our extra one hour of daylight, daylight gaming time uh, or summertime. So uh, this is episode 41. And uh, tonight we're going to be discussing the topic of the top five reasons uh, why people stop healing, uh, taking action and uh, and preventing positive change in their life. So, for example, do you ever stop yourself doing things that you uh, that you know that will help you and heal you? Do you find yourself making every excuse in the book? Uh, to do or not have something and or do you just stop yourself taking action or going for something that you really want or desire and we'll be going into that in a bit more detail and explain the top five reasons why we don't do the things that we know that help and benefit us so okay. that is very good right but smooth. before smooth 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 like peanut butter Great. So, yeah. so I can be smooth in the second bit. Okay. Uh, right, but before we start let me allow me to introduce my good friend my partner in crime uh, alongside me, as always, uh, I have the ever-present, uh, the Nikola Tesla, the Steve Jobs, the Alfred that. Noble of uh, when it comes to healing, uh, mental, yeah, right, emotional, right. and physical pain. Mm. Uh, I've got the pretty average and well, the below average, Jonathan Shaw. So, hello, John. Hi, mate. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Good, good, good. Yes. You okay? Yeah, I'm very well. It's good yeah. to have you alongside me yet again. Thank you. That's this good. Is good a, to be here. It is a special well, edition. it's good to be there, but it's good to be here it's, as well. It's yeah. good to be everywhere, mate. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a special edition, obviously, uh, for obvious reasons. We won't talk what, about. Obvious reasons? <laughs> yeah. What is the obvious reason that people don't know about? Uh, well, it's the big 5-0. It's the big 5-0? What, is yeah. our 50th podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what what is the big reason that it's well, I so will special? Be, I will be celebrating fifty years. Fifty years. Yeah, fifty well, years. When are you fifty? Uh, I'm gonna be fifty Friday. Friday. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna 50. be fifty years old. Although I don't look it. Um, so it's good to have you here to celebrate that with me. It's and a special edition of the of the Inside Out Effect podcast, obviously. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so how you been? I know that you're always busy, super busy. I'm so super busy. How have you been? Yeah, in fact, somebody said repeat that back to me the other day. He said, Hey, yeah. well, you've been super busy. I was like, Yeah, I've been super busy. Yeah. Um uh, I've been very, very busy, yes. Um uh, uh uh doing different 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 clients, different people. Um and uh just um i'm trying to think of the clients i've been doing now um and trying to think of different ones um uh so yeah so i've been yeah treating different things and uh come on I've, spit it out I spit, it out. spit it out i can't spit it out tonight. i've been super busy actually working on a new process of dto system that's yep. what i'm trying to talk about yep. i've been i've been super busy working on a new uh process that uh, seems to be yielding really good results uh which um uh, i haven't shared with too many people yet but it it seems to work really really well um and that seems to be getting really great results i actually had one lady uh the other day who who uh i was working with agreed to test it with me and literally as i as i worked on her the bags under her eyes literally melted away on wow. camera literally vanished on camera that's amazing uh, we weren't working on the bags under her eyes yeah uh we was working on something else um but i know that this particular thing was working on also relates to fluid in the body and uh, i watched it happen and i thought oh it's the camera angle it's maybe maybe i've got it wrong but it, it literally just vanished i mean the light didn't really change so after the session i told her to get up and 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 go to the mirror and see if she spots anything different i didn't tell her where it was i said see and yeah. she came back and went, the back, my bags are gone i was like yes they have and then we sat there and spoke where she was like she was like unbelievably couldn't believe it and i actually got this on video yeah um and as we sat there and spoke for about 10 minutes at the end of the session 
uh, her cheeks tightened. And I said, now just feel your face. She went, oh, my God, it's tighter. Um, so that was quite amazing to witness that on camera. Oh, I'd like, change to, I'd like, like to see that myself. Um, so so I have got that on video, and I'm going to edit the video so people can see, you know, cut out the bit we don't need and just see yeah. the, the change in That's it. That's fantastic, mate. Um, Brilliant. So I haven't spoken to her from week to week because she couldn't make uh, the, la the the recent session because she had to work. But I'm hoping to see what what how much that's um, stayed and whether it's still stayed exactly as it was because she just looked younger. Yeah. She looked so much different. Um, and it wasn't because we cleared trauma. We didn't clear the memory or we did something else, yeah. which was which was fantastic. Well, I mean, I noticed for myself just from the pictures in my wall to how I look now. I mean, I, I've, I look younger. You don't look 50. No, no. I was getting, no, you don't. You don't look 50. A, a few years ago, you looked 50. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a couple of years ago, when we started working, you oh, did look 50. I looked a lot older than I, look, I felt it as well. You, exactly, yeah. But you don't look 50 now. So yeah. when you say you're 50, that's what you know. Yeah. You know. I don't look so an you, age, a, a year over 49. No, no exactly. No, you, no, no, not, no. Yeah. So, um, so, so that was that. So, so I'm getting some quite incredible results. Uh, so I just want to see if it's consistent and see how we get on, yeah. on with that. But no, that I've been working hard with that really. So. Brilliant. So you might be able to get rid of my bags and make even look even younger. Exactly. Yeah. So you have any bags? <laughs> Forward about that. bags under your eyes. Uh, anyway, so, so anyway. yeah, so just to say good evening to Jane Haycock and uh, Sue and um, Jane and also Umar. Oh, so Umar's back from Pakistan. Hello, uh, Umar. Oh, hey, Umar. Uh, congratulations, because I believe you just got married out there. Oh, congratulations, So Umar. Uh, I have to catch up with you soon, my friend, and uh, thank you for joining us this evening, and we wish you all the best in your marriage. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Hi, Jane. Nice to see you the other day. I, I haven't forgotten the video. I will do it for you, don't I? Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So, um, some. So, other than that, have you got anything else you want to share, really? Or um, no, no, not really. No, that's that's what I'm working on at the moment. I'm really, I'm quite excited by the new technique. So, I'm, 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 I'm always looking for ways to speed things up, make it easier. Yeah. Um, for people. Um, so um, I will let you know more details about that. Um, so, um, so hopefully that will work really well. So. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Great. Yeah. So, uh, so you've also been working on my website. I've been working on your website, yes. So that, that's really great. So I've been working now, on lots of people's websites. I've actually been busier with websites recently. Have you? Um, and the new technique. But I've been very busy with websites. I'm doing my girlfriend's one. I've been doing another colleague's one. I've been in your one. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's really good because now you now it all goes to on the system and you'll be able to just like book online, pay and everything. And uh, we've got some book videos on there, some testimonials, an introduction video, a lot more information on what exactly we do uh, or what I do on my website yeah, and in a lot more detail what depression is, what anxiety is, is, what PTSD is, how it's caused, what the solution is. And so uh, so I'm really pleased about that. And obviously as well, uh, I've just, I just want to show you my new media pack. Comes with a pen. Comes with a pen, excellent. So, Very important. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to uh, Bob um, who designed this. Uh, she's done an amazing job. We work together and inside there's a load of goodies of when people come to see me. And uh, like it says, it says on here, your journey to success. And basically it's uh, changing from the inside out. And there's a whole package here now of, of a whole process now that we take you from being stuck and lost and all the rest of it uh and to help your life start working for you as well as obviously dealing with the mental and emotional health issues that people have uh which we uh which we work on and yeah. so um, i'm really pleased with my with the with the pack and the new logo and i'm chuffed to bits with that so uh so a big shout to bob for doing that for me and uh and being patient with me because i had a lot of messing around with getting the designs right and stuff so I'm really pleased with that. And uh, and uh, for me personally, when it comes to working with clients, I just seem to be getting a lot of international clients now. Mm. Um, I do have obviously my, you know, my regular English local clients, but it just seems to be happening that uh, I get a lot of international clients now. Now, I don't know why, whether it's because I have a different mindset. 
Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Um, I think that culturally we are too ashamed to admit that we've got life wrong or there's a problem and we want to stick things in boxes and not deal with it and think that we can just, uh, you know, wake up the next day, put it behind us and move on, which ultimately is what we clear in everybody anyway. You speak for yourself. I'm perfect. I know. <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm absolutely perfect. My hair, my looks, everything's great. You look, I'm you look great, mate. Mentally, physically, spiritually you're, you're stable. Hollywood. I'm brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but, but we, have, we do have this and I just think that, you know, uh, like I said, I've, uh, I've been working with, uh, in particular, I want to talk about a Turkish lady that came to me yesterday <laughs> and she turned up on my doorstep with her, t with her two daughters, um, really struggling to get in through my front door. She's a bit of walking stick and, uh, you know, and uh, she's had a history of, whole history of um, awful you know stuff that most people you know wouldn't normally go for you'd either have one but she'd had all of them mm. um and uh, she was only a few years older than me she's walking stitch she couldn't sit down her back was in pain anyway i did the whole uh how the brain works yeah what causes all the problems why you where it all gets stored why all these things cause us problems why it causes illness sicknesses viruses uh, all the stuff of what causes uh, mental and emotional health where it's stored and um, so anyway, one of her big things was being stuck and not being able to move forward in life. And as you well know, that affects the lower back. So in, she was sitting on my sofa with about six cushions behind her because her back was in pain. Anyway, so I go through, I cleared about four or five big things for her. Yeah. And at the end of the uh, at the end of the session, uh, she I said, right, that's it. And her daughter come to pick her up. She's got out of the sofa. She got out the sofa, started walking and she looked at me and she went, oh, my back's not hurting. I was like, no. So anyway, she's then gone gone into the front room, uh, gone back into the hall, put her shoes on without the aid of the walking stick, jumped out and pretty much went to the car about using that walking stick and uh, I cleared loads of stuff. So that was really, really... It's great, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's brilliant. It yeah. made me feel when, amazing. When you see someone walking in pain and they walk out without it. It's yeah, amazing. it's just like they walked it's in and like a real, like, like yeah. sitting in a really bad way with a walking stick and then walked out hardly using a stick at all. And that was just in an hour and a quarter. So yeah. really happy about that. Um, and then today uh, I had a Lithuanian lady who uh so a friend of mine phones me up I was in the middle of a, uh, helping someone uh this morning and he wanted an emergency appointment mm. and she uh, basically had a panic attack in the in the park and she was in an absolute state probably the worst state I've seen people someone coming to me you know and it was quite fresh and only just really literally happened she was in you know she was really emotional she was felt broken she was crying and uh, literally within, and there was two big things that had happened in her life. Mm. One was her boyfriend, and because she hasn't seen her family in Lithuania for a year and a half as well, and she's she just it just reached a point now where it was too much for her, and mm. it, so and she was really struggling to breathe. She's struggling to talk. She was in a room. She was not in a good place. And within an hour, I'd switched all of those things off. And then she just left all calm, peaceful, happy. Oh, it was yeah. just amazing today. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I'm going to talk about this lady that I've been working with in Saudi Arabia. Now, if you remember, I said to you uh, a few weeks back on the podcast about this lady I've been working with, that as soon as she woke up in the morning, as soon as she opened her eyes, she'd get triggered and then she would just start shaking, literally shaking. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Remember, and yeah. she was shaking and she literally would be in a panic attack for seven or eight hours and her life had stopped. Relationship was knackered, couldn't look after the kids, uh, was completely down, couldn't go out. It was just a whole life was just on stop, uh, you know, messed up. Yeah. And um, anyway, um, so I've worked with her now since the 1st of January to today and I've basically had the session with her today and she's come on and she's beaming and all of the stuff, all the shaking's gone, the anxiety's gone, all the depression's gone. I asked her how she was today and she's basically now making cakes 
uh, her relationship with her husband's best it's ever been uh and she's just basically on fire she's just got her whole life back she's looking at doing stuff with the kids and all the rest of it so uh i've had uh then and they're all international clients as well you know that i do over zoom so and i've had a couple of other few people that reached out to me um, from the podcast recently that I've helped and I had a lovely, uh, amazing testimonial put on my Facebook last night from a, a client I'm really grateful for who just explained in just three sessions I've taken her for being in a real bad place into a really good place and everything's anything's possible and uh, you've just got to want it. And the problem yep. is I don't think enough people do. They just, you know, it's like you're being stabbed with a knife and then thinking, oh, do you know what? That's okay. I'll carry on walking around with that knife for 28, 20 years, 15 years or five years. And what we don't, people don't realise is that all illness, sickness and disease comes from suppressed emotions. And I think the main problem is people, they normalise. They normalise uh, the way they're feeling. They think it because so many people feel that way these days, they just think it's normal. Yeah. Uh, I hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. that's just normal. It's just who yeah. I am. It's just me. Yeah. And the thing is, that's not normal. Yeah. Just because a lot of people do it doesn't make it normal. It means it's... it's if I forget it, about it, I've moved on and it doesn't Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I, I actually I just remember what, I did, what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. Um, oh, good. I'm yeah, glad you have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a lovely testimonial from a client who, who when she met me, she, she was in a relationship yeah. and you know she was getting triggered in the relationship because unfortunately we get into relationships we get triggered yeah and she she just wasn't happy in her life even though her life was good and she didn't really have any problems she wasn't happy and uh i'd helped her sister um and so she 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 asked me for help and as we as we cleared things out the relationship broke down that didn't work so they, they yeah. separated um because it wasn't quite right in the form she was in and as we cleared more things we went back cleared cleared triggers um and uh one of her triggers i think was potatoes you know just potatoes potato. uh and after about eight eight sessions about two months of work um uh, she's now back together with this guy again uh and she just feels happy she doesn't feel alone anymore because she's feeling alone yeah uh and she just she just feels more like herself and so she's just back to feeling who she was again and and, and who she the way she always wanted to feel just happy and peaceful and can now can take control of her life having been taught how to use dco yeah um so she was really happy with that and uh another one of my clients who's had depression and ptsd trauma for years uh certainly ptsd from the birth of a child um uh see so she had she had post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that uh she's now been off her antidepressants for two weeks and she's fine yeah absolutely fine yeah. uh and she had a health worker visit uh, health worker come around and visit her just as we started sessions uh and she the person made her feel useless and small and pathetic and like they couldn't help nothing could be done um luckily she was speaking to me at the time yeah. uh she they were going to recommend that she goes to cbt uh, which a lot of people do um she didn't want to do that um but by the time that's come round, she's better anyway so they've looked and gone well you're better now so yeah um so no so yeah. she's done really really well so they're well reaching out to us to help these people they're just going to carry on referring people to do things that don't quite uh, yeah that's a problem but you know anyway so um so yeah uh so that's, so quite, that's good so yeah really, no no i was just yeah. back yeah the reason i was going to say was is you know like talking about mindsets and i don't know what it is about english people whether it's the shame whether it's not being able to admit it or whether it's all about image and ego about projection about you know that you can't be seen to you know uh to have an issue or a problem we're so ashamed of the fact that that you know that we have these guilt shames feelings emotions and what we do is we lie to ourselves and when you know and we project that we're all fine and we're all great and everything's marvelous and then behind closed doors we so which i think is which is is a shame because 
Um, you know, if you're in a family, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a job, if you're in a partnership, if you're in a business, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not performing to your best level. And in actual fact, that can be that can be dealt with very, very quickly and and effectively. But um, but I just seem to be having a lot of international clients who are just a different. They're a different mindset, and they, as soon as they become aware of something that's not working for them, they're reaching out to me and saying, "This ain't working for me. I want to change it." The same as the, the ladies I've got in America and stuff. And 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 you know, this the, well, the lady in America, she's like the top graphic designer for one of the the top four accountants in 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 the world. Mm. And so, but she's aware that when something isn't working for her, she doesn't she just she, she changes it. Yeah. And and in doing so, she is building um, uh, a really ma- brilliant. A, a, department and gotten all of her all of her and able to help with the communication problem that she's had it's just yeah, it's just I, working I, I, I think that's that that comes down to so success, really successful people who are high up in business or have very wealthy uh or have you know uh very successful what they do they do tend to be have a different mindset yeah because the only way they got there was by changing their mindset so yeah. they know they have to change their mindset to get further whereas a lot of people in the education system in 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 around the world uk and america we're not really taught that uh we're no. not we're not taught to to the way to think uh, the way to uh, think well, we don't. We're taught not we to think. We're taught to just information repeat. That's yeah, the that's problem. Right. We watch the we watch and the media. We believe that the media is a, an official source of information. We don't realise that they're telling us what we, they want us to believe. There's probably like 0.0001 percent of the information in the world that's happening. They tell us what we want, and we then model our a reality based around that. And we also don't question the other levels of education as well. Because for me, when I went down that academic route about mental health and i tried to solve my problem i come to realize that everything that which we do now is that you have to live with it manage it and cope with it that's what they're teaching and then what the causes are and it's completely incorrect yeah. and so we put a lot of faith into this uh system and actually they've you know the, the fundamentally what they're teaching us is wrong and it does keep us stuck and does keep us trapped or offers services or solutions that aren't really solutions no, right. you know so um so yeah but uh I, I get that but then i do have like i said i just i seem to be attracting a lot of international people and they become aware of something and they know what i do and they just get it sorted out and their life starts working they're happier and then you know uh and uh and, uh, and i love working with them as well because of, because they have a different mindset so, but, yeah. so yeah so that's really uh just gonna say i can have a couple of hellos uh rebecca and mike's uh said hello to us we better say hello mr reed and uh, hello rebecca. Hi, rebecca thanks for joining hey, us mike. and i know you uh i got messages a personal message of mike the other day saying so, i much he loved our podcast oh so, did it oh yeah, brilliant. It did, so. fantastic i'll yeah. hear that mark he's a good lad, mike, so, mark. mark oh sorry mike i meant mark i meant mark mike oh i don't know i've lost it forget it mike i meant mike, such a professional mark. i'm very professional i say <laughs> i'm such a pro um yeah, there's someone working for- me from behind right now yeah uh, it's uh, steve's work <laughs> parents um so that's why it's a little bit slow because his big toe can't quite get to work my mouth uh he's a bit that's lazy, right so. exactly i mean um, a bit so, more practice yeah, a bit more practice yeah, today. yeah yeah um you still have enough practice you're 50. That's i know exactly but it's a new skill that i need to learn you need to learn yeah, what it's to uncon- work from behind when unconscious you're learning i haven't quite right okay yet. fair enough so uh yeah and the other thing as well was uh my uh my i've had what i'm having amazing results with the uh the mind uh audio the audio program. yeah i mean when uh, are they coming out well that the first one since i'm putting them on the website to, no yeah, the first <laughs> no i've got to record them the first right. one's on youtube now Okay, great. I've had about 100 views on that already. Oh, I've had loads of feedback from people that have and said it's instantly changed what they're doing within three days of doing it, which brilliant. is what I said. After three days, all of a sudden, people start doing things. So I know it's having a real positive effect. It's, and it's helping people go to sleep because of 
the meditation at the beginning mm. I say it's so nice mm. uh, even sends me to sleep Sam I send myself to you sleep, send yourself to sleep. I know it's actually you? not a good idea. I don't know if it's a good thing to claim really what, you send yourself send to sleep, yourself to yeah, sleep. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. but well, I do find you that... sent me to sleep a few times I say sometimes I fall asleep on the podcast but yeah no I use it you're saying I am riveting I am charming I'm I'm beautiful, I'm handsome, I'm intelligent, I'm wise, I'm witty. How can you fall asleep That's mate? just a projection. Am I projecting? <laughs> it's, it's a projecting yeah. I'm not projecting at uh, all. Obviously, I'm you've not, got an not, issue with that, and obviously, I might need to yeah. switch that off for you. Oh, I'll switch uh, off Yeah, but I've been, using, I've been using it and uh, every night for, I don't know, about a month now, and uh, I've just, oh, like I said, I've done the whole pack. I've just, it, I'm just doing stuff without thinking about it. So, yeah. anyway, if you're having trouble sleeping, go and uh, have a listen to it on, the, on, my YouTube channel, on my YouTube channel. It's also posted on Facebook, so you can probably backtrack on that. Uh, oh, Bobby says, I can vouch for that the meditation is amazing made things happen for me instantly and also helps me sleep yeah it does for me as well and it's, it's been a real real positive uh um addition to yep. what we do and i will be doing the other ones uh, i just need to get the questions for the next bit and okay. record it cool. so okay so uh as we finish our jibber jabber the small talk yeah. podcast small talk uh, i think we should move on to the first uh section of our podcast which is uh, in uh, no, it's not in the news. In the news, we're doing the news first, or no, doing I think we're doing. doing the news because new news is exciting. The news has been very exciting okay, the so last we, week. So in the, superb the news last yeah. week. It's been brilliant. So okay, so we're going to doing in the news, and uh, so this is some news that we've basically I've a few bits that I've picked out. Uh, over the last two weeks, our favourite there's, lo there's obviously loads of news. Loads like, have happened, the, but our favourite bits. Our favourite bits, because unfortunately for most people that believe what's going on, John and I know completely different and know different, and so so we we look at this whole this whole thing from the sidelines, and it's quite I would say it's quite it's quite amusing seeing what's happening, how it's unfolding, and and uh, and unfortunately the mainstream media have literally but uh, literally like i said it's like the pied piper well it's the pied piper they are literally the pied piper and uh it's on steroids well what's amusing is seeing it unravel yeah because it's now starting to unravel very quickly yeah it is uh and we're seeing it unravel more and more newspapers reporting things even yeah. the bbc reporting things and yeah. the news is now starting to unravel this whole thing yeah. and more and more information is coming out which is which is which is just Laughable. yeah it's great so yeah. the first thing is uh when i did post this uh i did post a uh, podcast uh a couple i think it's friday night uh which was a interview with um uh mark devlin of good times podcast yeah. and a well famous dj who does a done this podcast but he interviewed a guy uh called uh michael o'burn ceo or bernica yeah and uh basically uh he's uh he's been the 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 person behind taking the government to court over the whole lockdowns and the SARS to COVID thing. And, um, and basically it was really interesting because if you actually listen to that, uh, that it turns out that there's only four people responsible for the whole global lockdown, which is uh, Chris McWhitie, Patrick Valance, Neil Ferguson, and, uh, and Matt Hancock themselves. And they they actually put the uh, papers in, I believe, on the 19th of March right. at 423. And uh, now that's all going to be um, going to be submitted. And what's interesting is is that uh, that in that interview he done a freedom of information request to uh, the MPs. Well, I think it's Public Health England. 
the Houses of Parliament and the Lords to say they want proof of the SARS-2 COVID virus yep. and there is no proof of it actually existing. No. So that would be interesting because in that court, they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to provide oh, proof yeah. of it, which yes. obviously, you know, has can't. To, it, which we don't because it needs to follow Koshy's postulate. Yep. And uh, if you know what Koshy's postulate is, it's, it has to have a, um, it has to be identified under an electron, electronic microscope, it has to be photographed and it has to have a biological uh, a description. And if that hasn't have it, it doesn't, it theoretically we, it doesn't. they've never done for any virus. Yeah. But leave that aside because they can't <clears throat> prove the virus exists. Then once they yeah. once once they've realised that, yeah. So it, just, I, I think it's really interesting. Let's see how it unfolds. Yes. Um, um, because I believe they did try and do something back in November, which got pushed back from the court. But as we that well, was because they didn't have enough proof. proof there was more proof. He's now got twelve hundred page 12, documents. Yeah. Of absolute proof. Yeah. Because all the evidence is in the public domain. Yeah. So he's saying all the evidence from the public domain puts it into twelve hundred page document, yeah. as I understand it. Um, and has presented this to the courts. Yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm really, I've been following it from the start, you know, and uh, um, as you see, I haven't yet got my photograph in a nice blue thing telling me no. I've, I've had my jab. No, no, no exactly, right. no, no. It's not even a, well, anyway, it's up to you. And, and I mean, what I find fascinating is, is that why would I want to go and have a load of stuff that I don't know what, what it is, so I don't know what the contents of the no, it is yeah. by somebody I don't know, yeah. being told by somebody I don't know, who's been instructed by an organisation I don't know, made by a company that I don't know, by people I don't know, yeah. being told by um, uh, other organisations that I don't know, who've been told by a politician, or somebody on a TV screen who I don't know, reading a teleprompter, oh, I don't know, mm. uh, giving me information that I don't know. Why yeah. would I actually go and let somebody do that? Pass. I'll have a pee, please, Bob. I just find I'm absolutely gobsmacked, and uh, and it just yes. goes to show the power of media and propaganda. So uh, it's very funny because everyone's just... gone and got the jab, uh, so they can get their freedom back, and then then, then they said, "Well, you can't fly anywhere." Yeah, which, but which, but I, which is, I said is, was going to happen. Ironic. I mean, they've done it so you can fly and do it, and then they said, "Well, no, you can't fly." Yeah. So they and said that like, about well, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, and they yeah. said it. They had two weeks to flatten the curve, and yeah, every it's, way it's now. And the like, people and can't see. They keep extending, extending, and, they keep and they're just lying. They are just lying to you. They keep believing what they're being told without realizing. Hang on, you've lied to me for the last fifteen times. Oh, but this time you're true, so I will believe you. Anyone who keeps changing their story is a liar. Blatantly. Like anyone who changes their story consistently is lying. Seriously, people, wake up. I know. Anyway, so yeah, so that's gonna be really interesting to see the outcome of that. He was also Mr. Hancock was also grilled in Parliament for not being able to provide information uh, on the amount of deaths caused by it as well. And uh, when the MPs actually started questioning him, uh, he was told to hush up and uh, talk to him in uh, contact with him and talk to him in private. Yes. So that's great. That's so, a nice way to treat his colleagues. Yeah, well, it's not yeah. only that as well. Is the Parliament is like, obviously, they're representing us, but it's got to be told in Parliament because we're not, we're we're not allowed, allowed to, to say no. It. no so, right. Of course not. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. interestingly enough, uh, the uh, what I find fascinating is this whole evergreen... Uh, this is brilliant. This this is fantastic. I love this. Funny, this it? is very very funny. It um, is funny. There is a, obviously a, a, a bigger side to it, but the actual thing of it being stuck and the pattern it made going yeah, into the I canal. Know. If you followed this and you've you've yeah. seen actual news about it, not what they're saying on yeah. media, uh, it is quite yeah. But what you got to realise is if it isn't on the main, if it isn't on mainstream news, everything that isn't told on mainstream news, everything outside of that is conspiracy uh, the only yes. thing that exists in the world right now is what, is they, what tell they tell you, you in that 30 minutes at six o'clock yes i know everything outside of that is all in conspiracy. which case everything i think is clearly a conspiracy uh, uh, including so the shirt yeah um, <laughs> 
it so is. It is. A yeah, I mean, I just think. Yeah, really, I, this I, is I, I find it mad that it's just because somebody doesn't know something. That, oh, it's a conspiracy. Which if and people don't actually go and look at the real news and find out real information no. because they believe that. The, the, the mainstream news, newspapers yeah. are the actual news and what, nothing else what, out that exists. I mean, what's really it's amazing insanity. is like 60,000 doctors and so scientists have now signed the Barrington Declaration stating all lockdowns are ridiculous and this virus yeah, doesn't exist. And yet everyone, the world is listening to two or three people who are apparently giving advice. Well, do you know... So let me, let why? What, you've got 60,000 people, 60,000 doctors and scientists say this is ridiculous, yeah. it's not how it works, yeah. but the world's listening to three people. Fauci... The British one, who's it? Is it witty or no? Yeah, I mean, so, witty. so can I, can I yeah. let me tell you this, right? So the whole lockdown was based on the information by a guy called Neil Ferguson, right? Who used to work for GlaxoSmithKline, which is actually on this podcast, and he hasn't he has and he was the one that modelled the whole where two million people are gonna die from the virus. It was him that basically worked with uh, Chris McWitty. Yeah. I know he worked under Patrick Valance, who was also the president of uh, GlaxoSmithKline. So there's big pharma connection. Right. Uh, and uh, he has no, he hasn't even got a D, uh, an A level in biology. Brilliant. So this so guy, everyone's listening. So, someone's got no so, A level. No, in biology. he hasn't got an A level in biology, Brilliant. but he was basically, basically able to come up with this model and told the World Health Organization to shut the whole world down. If the whole world shut down based on those four people. Brilliant. Which is interesting. That's, so so there you go. Um, very fascinating. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to the evergreen thing, obviously the uh, in the Suez Canal, which is really interesting because if you actually looked into that and realised that Evergreen was also Hillary Clinton's uh, Secret Service name yeah. and all of the stuff that's going on with Haiti and all the rest of it, which we don't want to talk about too much on here, but if you actually go and uh, find out about all the whole trafficking stuff, I think, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if this might be the uh, this might be the uh, the key that opens up um, the information that's going to come out. Can can worms, yeah. Well, it's funny as well because in, exact, in China, another Evergreen uh container me, yeah, was actually it was actually across the road it was on a lorry it, it was on a lorry and it skidded across the road and blocked this motorway in exactly the same position as the boat in Suez now if anyone listens uh, to that folks there is no such thing as coincidence the universe is rarely so lazy yeah so for an evergreen evergreen truck to skew across the road and a boat well, evergreen. with evergreen on it to skew in the ocean that's I not know. a coincidence people it's, it's not the Just way the universe works uh, what i will say is uh, i'm on telegram and uh which i think is absolutely brilliant and there's a group called the world doctors alliance and if you are on telegram i would suggest that you go and look that up and join that group because yeah there's so much amazing information and fact that's on there uh which is obviously obfuscated from the mainstream media because they're just telling you a load of nonsense yeah um which i will say and it's just propaganda and it's just everything anything to reinforce the narrative but anyway uh and also so we're going to talk about uh so that was i find that interesting and then obviously there's the uh rainer fulmic dr rainer fulmic is a german uh lawyer he's actually currently putting together the largest uh class action lawsuit um which is uh, section seven against crimes against humanity um against uh all the uh local politicians politicians uh the who and the pharma countries um, who have uh, been part of this whole lockdown and the whole COVID narrative. Yeah. Uh, he is very successful. He's very famous. He has won lawsuits against Deutsche Bank and Volkswagen, and uh, they're calling it Nuremberg 2.0. So I'm going to be watching that with bated breath to see how yeah. that turns out as well. Because that's quite serious. That's you, massive. The Nuremberg 2.0, if think, anyone knows what yeah. happened Nuremberg trials originally, this is not a... This is not just a normal case. This is huge. Yeah, it is. And and I think the fundamental problem is, is the amount of time it's going to happen. And I think that, that Michael Bernie or whatever his name is, said exactly that, that 
their their thing's going to happen a lot quicker. Yeah, this thing's going to be dragged out over time. But every, hopefully, everybody that's basically been involved in it will get exposed and will be punished for this crime against humanity. I mean, the stuff they're doing to children is just sick and disgusting, and it makes me so cross. Um, you know, so. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, we all have our position on it. You either believe the mainstream narrative and all the stuff because you've been told it, or you actually go out and do the research, find out the truth, learn about health, learn about viruses, and then you realise that, that, that what's yeah. actually really going. And what they've done is they've managed to really heavily um, play on people's ignorance. And uh, yeah, they've done it really well. They've played on people's really ignorance because the ignorance. The thing is, is that we catch colds, we catch viruses, we catch flus, and actually we don't. They're just detoxification processes within the system or a biological response or something. Am I right, Mister Shaw? You are absolutely Thank correct. Thank you very yeah. much. Cheers. Um, I, I find it quite amazing, really, because I, 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 um, uh, I have a lot of colleagues and, and things and that they, some have learned meta and things like that and they understand this process but I, I tend to take that to an extreme and people have no idea really you have no idea how much your emotions and your thoughts and your feelings actually affect your world around you and your health uh, literally it will affect everything uh, even down to things you would not think it would affect I spoke to um, a lady the other day a friend of mine and she she was struggling with this whole situation going on. She's very knowledgeable. She gets it. In fact, uh, I was the first person to put her on to the fact you don't catch a virus. And luckily, she well not luckily. I mean, luckily for her, she because she had just a small baby. She believed me, and she went and researched. And it took her two months, but she found the truth that what I was saying was true. Yeah. And since then, she's researched everything else that's going. She knows, yeah. but she's been struggling with it recently. So. I did a quick session with her and switched it all off for her. Yeah. Um, but we discussed the cold sore uh, that had come up and um, she'd actually had a cold uh, uh, a bit later on. Uh, so basically her partner had a cold sore and he didn't want to kiss her because she said, she said she'll get it. And she said, no, I won't. It's fine. Um, anyway, about three weeks later, she'd get it. And he went, yeah, I told you so. And when I told her the conflict, uh, or when she looked at the conflict, one of the conflicts in, uh, I think, Louise Hay was um, bitter words unspoken. It's slightly different in meta, but um, they're both doing that. They're both not speaking resentments and things between them. Yeah. Uh, so that's holding why they're holding it all in. They're holding it all in. Boxes. She didn't catch it. She's just running the same conflict. Yeah. It's not the same thing at all. Yeah. Um, the only way you can actually do that is you believe you're going to get something. And if there's no conflict, right, you just believe you're going to get it and yeah. it, it comes out. Yeah, it will do. Yeah. But literally, it just runs our whole life. Everything we think and feel is the answer to a lot of, of most of our problems. It, it, it goes so deep and people have no idea how deep that actually runs. And uh, I just think if people could just grasp that and look at their lives as it being that and start changing that, the life would get so much better really quickly. Yeah. Um, it doesn't just, not just for, for business or health or well-being, but even for the small things in yeah. life, uh, you, uh, you know, with your kids and other people, you would, I mean, this, uh, one of my other uh, friends, she was having a problem with her son. So her son all of a sudden became really needy and clingy and wants to sleep in their bed. Whereas before, uh, they were sleeping, she, he was sleeping in his own bed, he was fine. And now he's been really needy clean. So this person wasn't getting good sleep. Now, most people will say, oh, well, the kids are stressed and needy and clingy. Yeah. Uh, well, I said to her, well, okay, well, I flipped it. And I said, okay, well, why do you want him in your bed? Why do you want to protect him? Because she's saying he needs protecting. Yeah. I said, well, why do you want to protect him? And she went, oh my God. And I switched that off for her and that night, and the past nights, he slept in his own bed. Yeah. So he, she was creating that scenario, even though it looks like someone else is doing something to you or yeah. it's someone else's issue, you are creating that scenario. Yeah. And I'm not telling you to create blame or anything. I'm telling you so you can change it. Because yeah. once you know it, 
you can change it once you switch off the response. I see that with parents all the time. They say, oh, my kid's going to this, my kid's going to that. Well, have you looked at what you're going through and, you know, switch that off? And actually, your kids might change around you. Yeah. Uh, I, I had another client um, a couple of years ago now. She came to me, and, and she didn't come to me with this problem, but one of the environmental problems she was having was her kids were were not going to school on time. They were always late. <laughs> And she was always dashing around trying to get him ready. When we switched off the stuff that she came to me for, which was life stuff, overwhelm stuff like that, yep. um, it reversed. She was the one that was running late, and the kids were going, "Come on, mum, we've got to go, we've got to go to school," and yep. they were ready. And yeah. and it, it was just such a simple thing. Um, but most people don't recognise their life is run by what they're thinking. Of yeah, exactly. The subconscious creates everything, and uh, yep. you know, and it's, it's fascinating because you know we have so many people going on about health and all the rest of it, yeah. and then we provide all these solutions. And, you know, and nobody's interested in actually what works. They only, only seems to be interested in something where, that they've been told or what they believe. And it, I just find it I just find it highly sad. And, you know, they'd rather sit and watch Netflix and, and find out something that's probably going to help them in their, in their life. But that's another issue. Maybe I, well, I'm creating that. Right. Okay. Quite so possibly. moving on. So I'm now we're going to go on to uh, On This Day. On this day, yeah, on this really day, honest day. On this you've day. not told me these ones today. You no, kept I, them quiet, I have kept them so quiet. my response will be genuine. Yeah, they will be. Um, so you said that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Did so I? on this day, uh, on the twenty eighth of March in nineteen sixty six, no, eighteen sixty six. Let's get it right. Let's start yeah. again. On this day in eighteen sixty six, the first ambulance goes into service. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which is what I find fascinating because going back to eighteen sixty six. It would probably be in a horse and cart. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say, you probably got Oliver Twist on the back. Flashing, what, a, a, flashing a torch. Going, da, 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 I'd like to sing that. I don't think that air uh, would have been back there in 1986. No, maybe. Whatever sound had the sound or yeah. the, the music. Uh, yeah. The, what sound he would have made? I don't know. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> to let me know. There's all that horse muck that he was running that over. Be yeah, was. so uh, a horse and cart, um, probably with volunteers, flashing his torch was the first. Can you imagine trying to get to a hospital across town? Or yeah. the victims? They're not going to get there in yeah. time, are they? Let's face it. The first yeah. one, all of a sudden, there's an emergency an hour away. It's going to by car, but not obviously they wouldn't oh, know no. that. But by horse, they, they, the person's going to die. Seriously, they first, could have been very successful. Well, I don't know how successful it was, but no. I know the first ambulance went into the service in 1866 on this day. In 1910, the very first seaplane takes off from water in Martinique, France, okay. by a guy called Henri Henri Fab. Henri Fab. Henri Fab. Henri Fab. Yeah, and he was the first person to fly a seaplane. Um, he was. It was known as the Fab Hydravian, and uh, it was designed in a way which allowed it to take off from water. Oh, as they called it the seaplane. Yeah. Um, in 1916, the first performance of Jerusalem by George Parry set two words by William Blake at a fight for right meeting at Queen's Hall, London. Fight for right. Fight for that, right. That's that's apt, isn't it? I know. That's why I put fight it in. For, yeah, very good. Oh, yeah, fight, excellent. That fight for your rights. Fight for your rights, yeah. Which we are literally doing at the moment, folks. Yeah. Well, some of us are. Some of us are. Uh, some of us are, yeah. Um, so so uh, in 1922, the first microfilm was introduced. Oh, really? Yeah, do you know what a microfilm is? Uh, is it the little thing that they put into things that they they the, the, the little thing. things that they put into little it, it's things? It's the microfilm <laughs> they have in movies, don't they? Where they've got secrets. You talking on the about microfilm. your sex life? I know. <laughs> I, they, 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 no, no, they they got the little film and they put the, the secrets on it. In, in, in movies, that's what microfilm is. Yeah, that's yeah. So anyway, basically, what that is, it's an analog storage. It was an analog storage medium using film reels, which exposed uh, and developed uh, photographic records. Uh, usually, typically used to store paper documents, periodicals, legal documents, books, engineering drawings, and stuff. Ah, but that was the okay. first. 1920. That's what microfilm was originally for. Microfilm was originally for. Not for now. It's hiding not, secrets. No, 
and being in films and being in films okay yeah. fair enough then. yeah okay film in the films yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what sprung to mind a murder she wrote episode where yeah. she had a micro film put in her purse that's why i'm that's why i'm getting tongue tied i'm thinking oh, about okay. that okay Great. And so in 1930, the Turkish cities of Constantinople and Angora, they uh, changed their names to Istanbul and Ankara. And most people don't realise that Ankara is actually the capital and Istanbul is just the largest city. So Ankara is the capital, Istanbul. And uh, obviously Istanbul is very prone to earthquakes and it sits just north of the North Antalonian Fault, which is very similar to the San Andreas Fault. A lot of earthquakes there over the years. Uh, In 1939, the civil war ends uh, in Spain um, as Madrid falls to nationalist headed by the uh, francisco franco okay okay uh and in 1964 yeah uh, on this day the first pirate radio station in england called radio caroline uh was uh, founded by ronan o'reilly uh yeah no and it was initially to circumvent the uh record company's control of popular music right uh and uh, in the uk and the bbc's radio broadcasting monopoly there's a shocker. Adam Monopoly back then. Adam Monopoly back then, did they? Yeah, exactly, really? yeah. Oh. So, hi, welcome think... to Radio Caroline, mate. Uh, so, yeah, so... Uh, do think they were the boot or the ship? I don't know. You don't know. Okay. I haven't got a clue. But their slogan was Radio Caroline 199, your all-day music station. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So well, yeah. you've done your research, haven't you? I've done my research. I've right, been doing okay, my research. Yeah. And this one's for you, actually, mate. Was so it? in 1972, Elvis Presley recorded his final top 10 hit, which was a cover of Burning Love written by Dennis Lind and first recorded by Arthur Alexander. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that was his last, that was his last, last top ten hit. Really? Oh. So, there you go. That's the, the uh, On This Day. On This Day. On This Day. Finished. Fantastic. Very good. Um, I like some of those facts, especially yeah, the Elvis one. Love yeah, Elvis Presley. Yeah, you're a bit of a rock and roll star. Uh, John loves I, his rock and roll. I love me dance. I, and... I was born in 1977 when Elvis died. Uh, apparently died. Uh, yeah. we're, not, we're not really sure anymore. Uh, there's rumours. Yeah. Uh, but um, even I wouldn't have believed that a few years ago, but I'm I'm, I'm dubious now. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, apparently so I died the year he was apparently. You died. I, no, I didn't you die. died. No, I did. I John's died. Dead. It broke my heart. <laughs> um, it broke my heart. In San Francisco? No, I was born. <laughs> it broke my heart. No, it left my heart in San Francisco. It did it? break it? No, no, no. I've not been back since, so it's still there somewhere. Right. Um, no, he died the, the year I was born, so, and I was born up. Like, he must have known he was coming. He must have, yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, I couldn't do that. I was already yeah, six well, years yeah. old. Yeah, uh, six years old. So, yeah. well, you're, you're responsible for his death. I think you're Possibly, right yes. He could have reincarnated into me. Yeah. Um, although I don't have a black voice, so no, you um, don't. No. Um, Great. All right. Well, okay. So uh, let's get to the podcasting and we start talking about the information which we originally uh, set out to talk about, which is basically all about uh, the top five reasons why we don't heal, why we don't get help, uh, why we don't take action and uh, anything else yeah. that I posted in the said earlier on. So uh, do you want to start then? So uh, there's, there are five, mainly the top five. There's a lot more, but these are the top five. Yeah. So so there are there are reasons why we don't heal. And uh, so if you are working with a therapist or you're trying to get better or you've done lots of therapies, and they've not worked. It can come down to a couple of reasons. One, that the therapy is not right for you. You're using the wrong tool to, to, to treat the wrong to treat the problem. Uh, or it could be that you have some some blocks to healing and there are what we call secondary gains. This means that you are getting something from the illness or the disease that you have you're getting something positive from it even though it may not consciously seem like that or logically seem like that we will give you some examples of how that happens but we want to make you aware of this because a lot of people they don't realize they're doing this because it's totally unconscious um so there are 
quite a few of them. There's about 12 and or 17, 17, 17 listed ones. I'm sure there are a few other ones that we come across as well. Uh, but there are a, about five of them that are very common that most people do at some point in their life. Yeah. Now, let me point out that in my experience, these things do not create illness and disease. Usually what happens is we become ill, we have a problem, and then at some point we learn unconsciously that this problem is getting something for us or giving us something yeah. that we previously weren't getting. Uh, and I have a, a classic example of that from a story uh, when I was learning tapping uh, yeah. many years ago. And I was Can listening you fix to... fix mine? It's leaking. Uh, no, I'm not a plumber. Oh, okay. No, not that sort of tapping. Oh, okay. Um, I'll be no good at manual labour. No, I can't do that. No, it's my hands are too delicate. Look, it's soft. Um, and um, <laughs> so when I, was in, when I was learning tapping, there was um, a story on there of a guy who worked with a lady who had put on weight and she couldn't lose the weight. No matter what she did, she couldn't lose the weight. Uh, exercise, diet, you name it. It just kept piling back on again. And basically, the secondary gain was that when she was slim, uh, her husband didn't pay any attention. He was at work late, uh, he had no communication, nothing. Yeah. He just didn't pay any attention at all. But for whatever reason, when she put weight on, he started coming home early, started paying her more attention. Um, and so her belief was that if she lost the weight, he wouldn't pay her attention anymore. Of course, that was a false belief. Uh, and once it, it was switched off, that all changed. And and, and I believe the therapist did change that for us, so she lost the weight again. But that's the example of how we can keep a problem running because we are getting something by having it. Now, that wasn't in a conscious mind. It was brought out of her by the therapist. And you're not necessarily doing this on purpose. It's just what your unconscious learns. Yes, learn behavior. To help you. Yeah. Uh, and so there are five top common things that people do that then cause actions and behaviors that we're not aware of that stop us healing and getting better. So we're going to tell you what the five are and we're going to give examples of the actions, behaviors you may be doing so you can spot that you're doing it and becoming aware of it is part half of the answer. The, half the it's answer, half yeah. the answer. Once you're aware of it, you can either start to change it in your environment uh, manually or we can have, we can switch it off. Yeah. Um, but you do need to start changing it as well. I've had to make this very clear to someone I'm treating at the moment that his behaviors and actions he's doing are causing his illness to stay in place. Yeah. Uh, because the ones who come to us and heal very quickly, where they drop everything out quick, they have no secondary gains. Yes. The ones who are drip, 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 who are complicated and challenging, they have secondary gains. And those are the ones that have reasons for keeping it. Even though they're working with us because they logically want to get better, um, they, they have reasons for keeping it. Yeah. So um, do you want to go through the list of the top, Top five? Well, I think, I, think, I think the first one applies to both of us anyway. Do you reckon? Yeah. So what the, is that? The first one, the number one is complaining a lot. Complaining a lot. Yeah. So yes, uh, a lot one. of it. Well, British people do this generally. Yeah. We complain a lot. Complain uh, a lot. I can't yeah. believe you made that the first one. Why do you have to do that? Well, Why can't you just go for the second and third one first? I rest my case. Okay, fair enough. That was me complaining, by the way, just as a bit of a joke. Was, anyway. yeah, can you stop complaining, please? No, I can't stop complaining. This is going to go complain. on all night yeah, if we do will, this. Yeah, yeah, skip it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so people complain a lot. And, yes, we are both good with that. And I I know where it comes from. It comes from my dad because my dad used to complain a lot. So I've got a learned behavior there. Uh, I don't complain anywhere near like I used to. Um, it's only when I'm around your house, in fairness. So, uh, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. So, um, don't like no, the decor? But, no, possibly. <laughs> Um, food but, cooking? Uh, no, no, I love your food. Actually, your food, your, your cooking, your food is lovely. Uh, the decor needs a bit of work, but um, so uh, so uh, complaining a lot is something we do, but we often don't notice we're doing it. Mine's kind of a learned behaviour from my dad, 
which I have squashed quite a bit, but obviously there's still some little bits left because I'm not as perfect as I maybe I like to make out I am. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but it's very difficult to spot because we're so as British people, it's also a British thing that yeah. we complain a lot. Um, and 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 Britain, oh, we've normalised it. it. We normalise it. Yeah. It's a normal thing. Yeah. And yeah. actually, complaining is actually does two things. It actually, creates negative energy. Yeah. So it creates problems for us anyway. We can't attract things where we need negative energy when we're yeah. complaining. And it pushes um, people away. Well. And it pushes people away. We, people don't want to hear you complain about things. That's not to say you shouldn't talk about things, but to hear someone going on and on and on about something over and over again, yeah. that's no one wants to hear that. Yeah. But sometimes we can enjoy the feeling of complaining. Well, uh, I don't know why that is. Why is that? Because what happens is... You is said that, that very intellectually, almost like you need a monocle. Well, it's all it. part of my first hour when I teach people about how the brain works. All right, go on. So in. what happens is is that, obviously, an emotion is an energy in motion. So what happens is is that when we, when we get triggered by something or we experience that emotion, hmm. the energy is then released, okay? Yeah. And what happens is, is we now have that energy inside of us. So like being angry or, and what happens is, is that well, and this is why talking, we always think it's good to talk because actually what we're doing with that energy is inside of us. And if we don't get out of it, it's still stuck inside of us. Yeah. And so when we complain, moan or get angry, we exude that energy. Yeah. And now we're like, oh, it feels good. It doesn't feel good to complain, moan and be angry. It feels good to get rid of the energy that's stored inside. The problem is, is the conflict or the problem that's caused that will come back around again because it's an unconscious program inside your mind yeah. and in your body that you're going to get triggered again and that energy is going to, you're going to experience that anger and then you have to let it out again. And yeah. that's why, that's why we feel it feels good when that. Yeah, a lot of people happens. have that. They, they, they feel like it's a release. So, you know, a lot of people who, you know, you might have a, one of one of the other ones is that we haven't mentioned. It's not the top five, but it, it's it's violent actions behavior. Yeah, violent actions people behavior. do that because they feel like it's a release. Yeah, and I actually have a client, um, a lady who's a little bit tricky, um, because because her anger is like her release. Yeah, um, it's also her way. Of, um, uh, well, it's similar to attacking people with, yeah, uh, verbally. It's, I mean, it's, you it's, could you could categorize both of that when people just go attack you. Go, what are you? Well, that's all right. It's the same thing. It's an anger. It's, it's also a protection, a little bit. Uh, yeah, the anger's a protection, so she feels a little bit safe with it. She's also always had it, so it's like yeah. the unknown. She lets go of it. So it's a bit of a loop running. But the anger, she actually enjoys being angry um, and and blaming yeah. other people. Yeah, uh, and and she enjoys the way it feels. It's like the anger makes her feel powerful. Yeah, and that is the problem of anger. People think that the only way to be powerful is to be angry. The only way to get their point across is to be angry. And actually, that's the worst way to do it. I know that when I've been angry, it never works out ever. And not, 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 not once. And nor in my clients. But it can be a very difficult thing to get around. So people use the anger as a reason to keep it because they think being powerful and strong yeah. and in control yeah and actually that's never never actually true yeah no um so i've got so i just want to say good evening to susie um she said i've got a secondary game that i'll be coming to switch off yeah and i can't wait to do that for you uh my dear and i look forward to seeing you uh, i've had carl uh carl wilkinson's just uh good work mate i'll try and tune in for a bit each week oh that's nice so i just want to point something out really quickly because susie said hi hi susie um so uh, a lot of people um susie experienced some some back pain recently uh and uh she came to see me and basically i want to show this is a great example of how quick you can get rid of back pain like yeah. how quick you can get rid of it even if you haven't cleared the trauma completely you can get rid of it really quickly all i did was show susie how to change two things two movements that she was making in everyday life that were incorrect 
I don't mean exercise movements or things like that. I mean everyday functional movements yeah. that was not working for her, that was causing her body to be in a state of tightness. It was holding all tension in place. And by correcting these two things, one thing mainly, within a few weeks, her back pain has completely reduced down and almost gone. Um, and, and that's the problem with pain. But people don't realise a lot of pain is caused by a lack of functional movement. It's a lack of not moving functionally. So when I say movement, I don't mean posture. I don't mean uh, the way we run or the way we sit or stand. I mean our functional movement, the way we use our muscles. And it was such a simple thing to fix. Bless her. It was so simple and she's doing really well. Um, but it frustrates me when um, people are in pain and actually just by solving a couple of things like that, pain can just go away. Yeah. I had to interject that because I, I'm passionate about pain and I don't like seeing people suffer. Oh, yeah? But so many people – no so many people uh so many people suffering pain needlessly yeah so let's get back to complaining a lot yeah okay. people in pain generally complain a lot as well uh, uh, they do. yeah so and uh, complaints actually can cause injustice which hits the neck okay that's interesting uh okay so uh one of the reasons one of the things that i found that and this is myself and this is really what where i was running it and uh where i've started to find it with a lot of my clients is when things don't go the way you want yes when things don't go the way you want, that's when we start complaining. Yeah. And that's generally a control or insecurity issue, really. Um, yeah, human beings don't like it. And we've all been, we're all guilty of this. When when things don't go our way, we, we freak out, we panic, we want to control the situation. Yeah. The problem is with that, and this is a logical understanding, the problem is that when we want something, what human beings do is they work out how they're going to get it. And that's not your job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the how is not your job. Well, that's just manipulation, basically. Uh, well, yeah, kind well, you of. Are. You're going to manipulate the environment. You're going to manipulate the people, the situation, the circumstances yeah. in order to get what you want. That's what people try and do. Yeah. Uh, and when it doesn't go their way, they freak out and panic because they're not, they don't think they're getting what they want. If they just pause and stop and allow things to unfold, they will eventually, as long as there's no blocks in the yeah. way, they will eventually get what they want. Yeah. But when you hit a brick wall, the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that a successful person just goes to plan B or yeah. just allows it to unfold and continues yeah. well, the first without thing, freaking out, whereas the unsuccessful person freaks out, throws their arms up in the air, panics, and it all goes to... Yeah, the and then they react, and then all of a sudden... They react, and they make another decision, which is bad, and yeah. it goes off down the same exactly. thing. It's really interesting you say that, because I was... I was uh, 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 I sent a card. I'm to, a very interesting bloke. I, yeah, I, I sent as a little card I made for somebody, a little for a present I gave them, and I basically wrote this little card and I said, uh, uh, "You can have or be or do anything you want in life as long as you give yourself permission, allow it, and truly believe." Now, the fact of the matter is, is that most people, and they, and if, and I'm going to tell you this now, if you think about the thing you really, really want, and then go and shut your eyes and ask yourself if you've given yourself permission to have it. And most cases, the chances are the answer is going to be no. And all the time you haven't given yourself permission to have that thing, person, relationship, job, item, whatever it is. If you haven't given yourself permission to have it, then it's, it's your subconscious brain will do everything to sabotage it because it hasn't got permission to have it. Yeah. And, uh, and that comes back into allowing it. So when we don't allow things in our life, we try and manipulate and control. Uh, we may get that thing temporarily, but I'll guarantee we'll lose it because the subconscious brain will sabotage that and you'll end up losing the thing that you want, which yeah. I know from my own personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely true. When I was learning another technique called theta healing, which is uh, uh, a more of a spiritual technique, one of the things you look for in that is permission. Yeah. Giving yourself permission, yeah. other people giving you permission, uh, God giving you permission, whatever it is, whatever your beliefs are, if you don't have permission from yourself or, or others in your unconscious, yeah. 
Um, it's an unconscious thing. It's not a, a reality thing. Yeah. That's um, why I said if you shut your eyes and ask, because then you'll go into your subconscious. And as we talk about, if you ask your brain a question, it will give you the answer. Yeah. Don't do it from the logical brain and from the ego. Yeah, of course, I have. You know, mate, I always give myself permission. Well, I'm proper, you know, I know, mate, I'm hard. Well, actually, what so, you said is important know, to recognise, because what a lot of people do when they ask them questions, they have their eyes open. Yeah. Don't do that. When you're asking yourself a question, close your eyes. Yeah. Not while you're driving, but... When you're stationary in a safe place, when you want to know the answer to something, close your eyes and ask the question. Because when you do it with your eyes open, you're in your conscious mind. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and your conscious mind is not designed to answer questions. No. It's designed for like seven things processes, per second. Seven, seven items per seven second. Items per second. Well, five, to, yeah, two to seven. And it's uh, and it's only processing for rational thinking, logical thinking, language and understanding. Yeah. And processing. Yeah. Where most people live in their logical brain. And every time you make a decision, it's actually do, every decision you make comes from your unconscious or your subconscious, not your logical brain. No. So people that are become aware because it's your conscious brain is your awareness and your subconscious is your unaware everybody that becomes aware of something that goes and tries to find the answer in the logical brain and that's why we can't solve our problems and that's why we yeah. don't know what our problems are because they're yes yeah, we, we always ask the wrong questions because we're in our conscious mind all the time yeah absolutely okay so that's the first yeah, one so the first one so the second one which i uh, i know this is very common and that's when we withdraw and and be, uh, and be alone yeah now we're both guilty of this one i, I used to do this a lot yeah. and, and i actually got treated by my girlfriend recently where i made the same mistake as well um i do it way what, less you called us i call yeah <laughs> that's how, um, sorry <laughs> no but it, it's, it's i didn't mean it em. no it's no bless her. she's watching as well i, I know so, yeah. i hope so um but no uh, she's not now she's turned it she's off she's turning it off like, i'm gonna get an argument yeah, tonight aren't i exactly, yeah, right. yeah yeah Really? Um, no, yeah, you gotta be careful then, because I might just stir it up a little bit. Sorry, I'll just withdraw and be alone. It's fine. <laughs> but no, but a few weeks, uh, a few months ago now, we was having a conversation, and she said something, and because I I went straight into fight and flight, and in certain scenarios, um, in that fight and flight state, I would go inside myself. I would yeah. retreat, so I'm almost running away, but yeah. I'm running inside myself. Um, I have switched quite a bit of that off now, so I don't do that. And it was mainly existing within relationships still, rather than yeah. uh, I used to do it when I was younger in other areas of life, and I don't tend to do that now. But um, it was still there a little bit. I was quite surprised by it. I was quite surprised that was still there, but it's one of the things you don't always know until you get into the situation. But it was very interesting that that happened to me. And that is uh, a secondary gain, is to withdraw and go inside yourself. Yeah. So the guy I had this morning, yeah. Uh, he, um, I knew there was something running, so I went through the secondary gain list, and uh, he this come up for him, uh, withdrawing and, and feeling alone. And his response was that when that happens, he isolates himself and wallows in self-pity. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's so, so that's he'll, he'll isolate himself and then a bit like what you'll see on the TV. Yeah, you see it on the TV when something happens and the music plays, they go off on their own and they sit there and they go, Oh, yeah, and they wallow in right. that self pity. Yeah, and that's like I think that a lot of people learn that from the TV. It's about, we talked about it last week in the flash, they do that a lot. And a, lot, lot of, yeah. a lot of the TV stuff is they're teaching you that when something doesn't go, you've got to have this sad music and you have to go on your own and sit there and wallow in the self pity. But that was his, that was his behavior is secondary gain so so it's important to recognize there's a secondary gain and then there's the behavior it causes you to do yeah so the secondary gain is to go off and be alone be alone yeah but that secondary gain causes you to behave well, and the, so what he's doing is isolating himself, like, which sounds the same but you don't always do that when you feel alone sometimes the behavior that is about be, protecting himself though yes it was about protecting, protecting himself him. if he goes and isolates he's protected and then he'll go and wallow in self-pity yeah yeah. Um, so, so it, it's about finding the behavior you're doing and changing the behavior. 
because the secondary gain is what's causing the behavior. You need to change the behavior. Yeah. Um, and usually people do opposite ends of the spectrum with behaviors. Yeah. Um, and that is one of the extremes. Uh, another extreme when someone feels alone is they might pick a fight with somebody. They feel angry as, and yeah. alone as well. So if you feel angry and alone, you're actually going to end up picking an argument or a fight with someone to because the anger stops you feeling alone. Yeah. Uh, and that's very common as well. person doesn't want to feel alone, so they, they'll feel angry. And then the anger somehow gives you a sense of being. Yeah. Uh, so you well, can go opposite ends of spectrum. Well, it's just a, it's just a pendulum of energy. It's so a pendulum, they're, yeah. they're opposites. Um, for me, well, after all my stuff happened to me four or five years ago, I'd found myself literally just wanting to go in bed, shutting my eyes, and just wanting to the world just to stop and just shut down. Yeah. Um, I'll be all right. Then I get triggered, and then I would just like I can't do it, and then I'd go and just lay in lay in bed, and I'd be overcome with this sadness and depression i just lost all my energy and uh, and that's what i would do yeah um you know i don't do that now thank god so um occasionally i do uh normally after i've cleared something these days so, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. i need to go because no, that's it, repair it, phase that's not the same thing yeah it's exactly. not the same thing now no you don't do that anymore you don't you've been super that's, busy i've been super busy yeah exactly okay, so that's number two yeah, is so to go alone be alone and, and wallow yeah number three is having addictions Okay, yep. Yeah, so that's, that's uh, com so common these days, addictions yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Well, we normalize addictions. Yeah, yeah. We brag about them. Yeah. On out there, I snorted on 10 points, 10 bags, Dave. You know what I mean? It was yeah. proper. Yeah. It was proper, bruv. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we normalize drinking every night drugs uh, and all, all other addictions. And um, the other thing is, people don't realize you can have positive addictions like being addicted to the gym. Yeah. Or being addicted that's to a good point, yeah. being addicted to sex. Or you can be addicted to positive things. And all it's doing is making you run away yeah. from the problem. So addictions don't have to be negative. In fact, a lot of people's addictions are positive things. Yeah. Um, you know, so so be mindful of that. If you feel you have to do something or you're constantly doing something, a behavior and action, whether it's good or bad, and you can't stop it, uh, that's an addiction. And that is a secondary gain to keeping something. Yeah, and well, we often don't want to let go of the addiction because we secretly like it. Yeah. Uh, but we only like it because it's temporarily making us feel better well that's the point i was going to make so when it comes to addiction what happens is, is we'll be in a situation and then what will happen is is we'll be in a state or a feeling yeah. and what happens is we'll do something whatever that is and then our subconscious goes oh i'm not feeling that horrible feeling anymore i like that yeah. and then you making a connection to that and then say well next time i feel that i'm going to do that because that's that right. worked and then what happens is over time we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and then we absorb that as a behavior a regular behavior and then somehow we convince ourselves that that's what we need to that's do in this situation that's without right. us realizing it and then that's before right. we know it we're addicted to either positive things yeah. or negative things like you said yeah yeah so the beauty of that though of addictions though is if you take out the trauma that's created the addiction because addictions usually are created by trauma yeah. If you take that out, the addiction often goes away. Because well, I've got no, I've hardly got any addictions now. I mean, I had loads. I yeah. did have a lot, but then I had a lot of trauma. You had a lot of trauma. That's I had right. It's yeah. a trauma. You had a lot of trauma. Right. But I'm not um, addicted to anything anymore. I mean, I don't gamble anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't, no, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs anymore. No. Um, you're I'm a, a boring bastard these days. Boring. I mean, uh, no. So um, yeah, yeah, no, but uh, you're yeah. quite addicted to that purple top, aren't you? I think uh, you're quite. Uh, every podcast, you're quite that. You like that. That's good. It's the second time I've worn it. Is it the second time you've worn it? It's been made my imagination. It is. You were last week. Oh, you're addicted to my shirt. This is actually the third time I've worn this. Yeah, I know. It's shocking. But that's because it's one of the few nice shirts I have now. I also have loads of nice shirts being a magician. Um, but obviously, over years, they've they, they, they they, disappeared. They dis <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, I turned them into another shirt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's what it, 
Um, now you've got a wardrobe full of rabbits. rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so... Um, yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's the, the third one. Third one Not rabbits, addictions are the third yeah, one. Yeah, and uh, this is my favourite because I see this all the time and, I, and when I try and help people... Even when I try and help them for free, yeah. uh, they will come up with this little puppy and oh, yeah, making yeah. excuses. Um, yes, making that's a big one. It is Always a big make one. excuses. Always why making we can't excuses. Do oh yeah, but yeah, yeah but yeah, I, I but. would, but yeah, yeah, I know. No, yeah. I'd love to, but yeah. I can't. I'd love to, but I can't. And, I can't because and the excuses. Other thing, the other thing about excuses is that people will believe that their excuse is very valid. Yeah. Or valid or, or something. No, I can't. Up. But I've lost. I've lost my leg. Yeah. Or something come eye. up in their environment, yeah. like an appointment yeah. that had nothing to do with them. Apparently, it's just happened. They can't put it off, yeah. or uh, and they don't realize they created that. Yeah, they don't realize they created that in their environment to create something coming in a way and stopping them from doing the thing they know they should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and people don't realize that's law of attraction. Yeah, you are because you unconsciously don't want to do the thing that you know you should do. You will create something happening around you that's apparently out of your control. Yeah. To stop you from doing it. I know. I had so this if anyone's watching, someone the other week. Uh, yeah. If anyone's watching and you you keep your stop from doing things because the environment or people around you keep getting in the way, that is you creating it. Yeah. I did have this conversation with a lovely girl. Uh, yeah. At a, a little get together a few weeks ago, and uh, she was telling me around she lost her job and uh, and she said, "Well, it was all out of my control." And I said to her then, I said, you do know that you create it, yeah. but that's all out of my control. There's nothing I could do about it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. And uh, and then I've done a couple of little posts hoping to try and explain what that was about, but I don't. I didn't get any feedback from that. But no, but that no. was exactly the, the same thing I was saying. And people don't realise that these events that happen in their life is a law of attraction kicking in. And I've tried several times with people to help them. And, you know, I can clearly... They know that there's an issue. I said, well, I can solve that for them. And then all of a sudden, on the day, the week before or whatever, it's like, I can't. I can't because this has happened. It's this, it's that. Yeah. And so I said, okay, fine. Right, well, you know, it's just an invitation. Yeah. You, if you, you want to keep offer, it, you can have it. Exactly. Sort of, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, it's, 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 it's a fascinating thing. And we all we all make excuses on different levels, some things. I mean, I, I've literally – so for me, I, I – the best thing I always do is tell examples from my life because, you know, uh, yeah. uh, it, that's the best way for me to give. I've had something come up for me recently and uh, I've realised it's an excuse that I've been doing. To buy a new shirt. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, the shops are shut. So that's, you know. But yeah, okay. created, that's an excuse because you get created, it online. I've created that somehow. <laughs> I can get online, I know. Um, but, um, but no, what's come up for me is I'm, for those who don't know, I'm dyslexic. And I have kind of used that my whole life to get out doing things I don't want to do, like filling out forms. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and or I, I filling out firms or filling out firms. <laughs> um, you stupid woman. Um, that's a, uh, hello, hello. Line, explain if you don't it. Know. I think everyone knows everyone that. Everyone knows that. Well, not in foreign country. In America, they won't know who that well, was. Um, good old PK. So not PK. What is it? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Forget it. So, uh, I've used my dyslexia Gordon. as an excuse for you. Gordon K, of course, that's what it is. That's what it was. I've used dyslexia as an excuse for quite a while. And, uh, and no, I don't like filling out forms. I think it's in forms. Are you okay with that? I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, and what I've realized is I'm about to embark on a course uh, to learn more about the law. Uh, it's not a legal official course, but it's for me to learn more about civil law and common law. And this excuse of my dyslexia has come up in my mind going, Oh my God, I'm not intelligent. I'm not smart enough to learn this. Cause it is quite complicated for yeah. me. For me, it's more complicated. And I've realized, Oh my God, I'm just making an excuse. Cause I've now, I've learned so many things about the world that aren't true. 
I've now got to change my mentality to help me uh, overcome na na well, to, navigate. to navigate the scenario that's going on. Yeah. And some of it is intellectual, what I would consider intellectual stuff. And I've always considered I'm not very intellectual. I'm not very smart. I'm a very grounded person down to earth. I've got common sense. Well, some of might disagree. Um, but I'm not an intellectual person. I've always considered something like law intellectual. Yeah. And for a dyslexic to learn one that. One of the very few people that, has dis that discovered actually how to switch anything off in a human yeah. brain for <laughs> right. anything and fix and only fix a uh, uh, personal health isn't really intellectual and smart at all. So I'd actually, if I was in your shoes, I'd be pretty beating myself up about that as well mate to yeah. be quite honest oh, I'll take and write that. a few books at the same time yeah, I... Oh, I can't do no, it I'm oh, yeah. no good no I think self-worth if you run yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no I thank you for that That's all right. uh, and you make a good point um but uh I um I've always considered I have common sense. I'm yeah. not because the, the problem with it, I don't really want to be intellectual because intellectual people are buying into all this nonsense. Yeah, they will on. do that. Well, there's a study that actually said that the intellectual people are the easiest to brainwash and proper, to put propaganda. Yeah, yeah, because they don't think for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite happy. They, they, all they're really good at is taking information and processing it, and they don't. Therefore, they can't discern the information. And what they'll do is they'll hear information and they'll go to the source that gave them the information to validate it. So it's yeah. a bit like the government telling us about the 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 the, 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 the deaths the death, and then yeah. go into a government agency to find out to validate whether they're telling the truth so, or not yeah. so it's a bit like asking a burglar uh did you but um uh, did you bur burgle my house and then asking oh, did he burgle my house no we didn't mate yeah do you know exactly. what i mean it's just it's crazy no so when i say um intellectual i don't mean intelligence necessarily yeah. I, I presume intellectual to someone who's read, read, read a lot of books understands yeah. a lot of information well read well read yeah. but they don't really you know they can do exams but they don't really necessarily they know what they've read but they don't really know anything yeah um, well there's so, a level between because you have intellectual knowledge and you have experience yes and i right. think that that's where a lot of people get confused is that actually just because you can repeat information remember stuff somehow makes you smart and people that have actually experienced it and done it uh are the ones that talk out there at the bar mine. yeah um so you know but that goes back to, to experience, experience intellectual experience and real life experience yeah reality so i've had more real life experience if you like but yeah. this this excuse thing came up and i suddenly realized you know what I, I can't do this any longer because i need to learn this i need to learn what to do to navigate what's going on in the world yeah and to make my life easier and better and it's no longer working for me because in the past, it was just me filling out a few forms that got me, which, you know, I, that's really the only place I really used it. Yeah. It didn't stop me writing books. It didn't stop me doing anything I wanted to do. But now I want to do this. But it was funny. I sat down to look at the, the course this morning uh, before it starts next week to look at some of the PDFs. And my brain went, oh, my God, I can't. I'm dyslexic. Ah, And I went, what? What did I just say? That yeah. that's an excuse. What am I doing? I'm making an excuse. That's and as soon as I sort of said that, about twenty percent of it sort of lifted off, yeah. and I sort of started looking through it and reading it. Uh, so it does happen. We make excuses in all walks of life, not just with our health or or mental state or physical. We make it. In we do it in relationships. Relationships exactly as well. Work, yeah, uh, with family. And the other thing as well that I found is not only do we make excuses, but we'll make excuses about making the excuse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go. Well, I can't. I can't do that. And then they go. Well, of course I can't do that because of that. Yes. Right. But the excuse is made up in the first place, and then you'll make up another excuse to validate the first excuse, and now that now that validates it, you go, oh well, yeah, well obviously I'm right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. mental insane behavior. People do. They make, uh, all yeah, the they time. make excuses on excuses. All the time. All the time. Uh, it happened to me six months ago. And you know, it comes from a society because in society, what do we see? What do we see governments doing? They make excuses for why things are and not blame. working. And they blame. What do we see uh NHS doing? They make excuses. Anyone in power tends to make excuses 
for why something's gone wrong. They never actually tell you the truth. Or about fix the remedy. Or fix it. There's always an excuse. Uh, well, this happened because of the last administration. Uh, Biden's doing that in America at the moment uh, about the border. They're going, well, this is because of the last administration. Actually, no. Donald Trump was the one who fixed the border. In, uh, he was the only one Let's who did fix political. it. not getting political. I'm not getting political. Donald Trump's not political. He's just a man. Um, and, uh, and, and now the Biden administration is blaming yeah. that. On, no, which, and the, the problem is when Americans can see through that and go, well, no, actually, Joe, this is your fault, mate, yeah. uh, because he's gone against it. But that's I wish what the people do. in this country would see through our politicians. Oh, so do I. Um, so, um, so the thing is, we make excuses, but I think it's partly cultural because that's what we see. We see all these people who are yeah. apparently above us and better than us. They make excuses, so we end up doing it ourselves. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's, so, a, it's a it's a learned behavior. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I used to make excuses all the time yeah. for uh, for for everything really. And lucky enough, I don't do that now, and I do take responsibility for it. But the problem is now is that I find that. That I'm surrounded by people that don't take it, and yeah. I can see why I behave like that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so we're going to finish off with the last of the five, which is another one which I think is very, very um, um, prolific, and that is uh, we do uh, st stuff to seek attention. Yes. Yes. Like Facebook. Facebook. Yes. Instagram. Social media. Instagram. Very, very common. Yeah. Um, being ex entertainer yeah. or making shit up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Any, oh, you won't believe what happened to me earlier on. Oh, what? Oh, I was in my car and this happened and yeah. that happened. Oh, you're oh, it's terrible. Creating drama. Creating drama, yeah. Uh, and also people, people think that when we seek attention, it might be positive attention. But actually, no. Uh, we can, if we if we feel unloved yeah. and we feel supported, we can, we can actually get attention any way that we feel. So even if someone's shouting at us or being yeah. angry because we've been naughty or we've done something wrong, like kids... So um, I used to do it at school. <laughs> yeah. Kids will often be naughty just to get attention. It might be the wrong attention. It might be anger and shouting at, but they still feel like they're getting attention. Yeah. And that can, and adults do the same thing as well. Yeah. Uh, and they don't realize that, that, that they're only getting attention a little bit, but they're getting it the way they don't really want it. Yeah. But it's still better than what they were getting before. My Facebook, my Facebook's full of people, full of posts like that. Yeah. And you see it obviously because I know, Obviously, I know this, and I see it, and I just think, oh, really? Well, really? Well, they're doing it now with the vaccinations, aren't they? Everyone's coming on posting, yeah, I've got my vaccination, and they're doing it for attention. Yeah. Why would you post that? Yeah. They're it's, just doing it for It's validation as well. Yeah. An, they it's, need to feel validated because they're just so unhappy in their life. They haven't got, they've got loads of stuff running. They feel unloved. They feel alone. They think, oh, I need... They want and, to fit and, in. And, and, and right now, it's because everybody's been isolated from everybody yeah uh they're not getting their daily uh the daily validation fix or the daily drama fix now they're at home and they're having to do what create this another version of it to post it on social media to get their 80 likes because if they don't get their 80 likes they don't feel validated and they feel alone That's and right. it'll give them that temporary oh i feel good i feel all right about it and then tomorrow they wake up and they're gonna have to do it again yeah because the thing that's causing that insecurity or that needs to be validated is running and it will keep doing it over and over and over again yes you know so um yeah so yes yeah, so, no, that, that's seeking attention is that's, and you know the, the, the social media has been driven like that on purpose hasn't it <laughs> facebook twitter it's been driven Carl, like my that right carl you said uh i do the washing up to seek attention from the wife <laughs> <laughs> lucky you got a wife mate <laughs> uh, um okay, uh, i i'm not gonna comment um so um he's got a point though yeah. I've never been married, so I don't know. No, I haven't uh, been married. I've never been married. I don't know. As good as. as, as you've been as good as married. Yeah. Uh, I have never been married. Um, so hopefully one day. Um, uh, once I meet the right 
small group of women. I can five give or six tip. girls are right for me. I can give you yeah. some tips on your hair. Emma, if you're watching, you I'm dress. joking. That was a joke, Emma. I'm serious. I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not serious. Yeah, you're joking. Um, so, yeah, so no, uh, seeking attention, but it's not always necessary like positive attention it can be negative yeah but it is a very common thing we all do and sort of facebook instagram's kind of geared up for that that's what they yeah but when you look at it how 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 all of this stuff is designed for milvy milvies milvies what the hell's a milvy movies and films and social media and everything milvies is a combination of movie and films i know that's what it is should change that milvies i like that that's good yeah yeah a movie that i don't know how that works but anyway um uh i've lost my train of thought that's okay Great. Oh yeah, no. So what? That's all social engineering. Yes, it's social engineering because what that basically does now is it puts us in a negative state. So it'll put us in a negative state where we learn that we need to have validation. You just think about that. Oh, I need it. It's all that. It puts you in a really low vibration, and you need to be validated. You don't feel good enough, and now you can't take action because well, what will everybody think? And then you're worried about being judged, and all of this stuff is subconsciously you're just sucking all this information in from your news from your tv programs from your eastenders from your social media all this learned stuff and you don't realize you're taking it all in because we do and then what happens right. is, is all these programs start running and then we all of a sudden just fall into that role the problem is when you fall into that role you're now stuck you can't take power you can't take action you'll stay stuck in a relationship that's really shit you won't leave the relationship because you've got such low self-worth but the only reason you've got that low self-worth in many cases is because of the crap that you're putting into your brain and the stuff in your environment that creates that it's a, an illusion that you've created for yourself yeah it's an illusional self-worth issue because actually if you went back and looked at it none of that's true it's just that you've reacted subconsciously to stuff in your environment and when we react to things our subconscious takes it as a fact as truth yeah. and now we operate from it well there's so many new ways that's happening in the world this whole gender thing that's happening yeah, they're, they're doing it for validation yeah. for uh to seek attention almost yeah. And they don't realize that's why they're doing it. If you're really comfortable in yourself, if you really genuinely love who you are and whatever, it, however you want to be is fine. Um, but if you genuinely like yourself, you don't go and post and say, I need to be labeled this. Mm. No one who's comfortable in yourself wants a label. Yeah. Nobody. In fact, people who are genuinely ill hate labels. Yeah. They hate it. Yeah. Um, and, and generally want to get better. They absolutely hate the label. Anyone who wants to be labeled something is seeking attention, yep. uh, wants to be noticed, wants to be validated. That's me. Well, it's an identity thing. It's I am that. You're to I am that. Yes, yeah, so you identify to make yourself known. Yeah. If you actually genuinely have a good self worth, you you love yourself. You're uh, and you and you like who you are. You don't need to do that. You will never see a genuine spiritual person trying to identify with anything. I saw a really wicked uh, post actually. This reminds me. I saw it this afternoon, and uh, it said uh, there was this woman. And she it said uh, uh, she was complaining to a KFC manager. I've been complaining to the KFC manager because of the amount of very nice chicken place uh, about the the the. Uh, I'm was complaining because the amount of non-meat free uh, products that they had on sale. So she goes into the chicken place and complains there's not enough non-meat products. And this guy replied and he said, yeah, I had the same thing. He said, I went into a furniture shop the other day and moaned about not being able to buy a gyroscope. <laughs> I just thought, I, that oh, is, that is genius. It is oh, absolutely brilliant. I just thought that was so spot on. Yeah. But that's exactly what people but do. They want attention. Yeah, They're they doing do. it for attention. Uh, so people, please stop doing stupid things like that. Yeah, There's a so many You're embarrassing yourself as well. You make yourself look stupid. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, more so than me in this shirt. You're, <laughs> you're just, you're just, um, <laughs> you're just making the the uh, 
putting stuff onto other people, you just have a self-worth issue. Yeah, that is um, a self-worth issue. Uh, yeah. and, and stop trying to identify things. Identity oh, that's me, that issue. is. I've got that. That's me, that is. I'm yeah, that. Oh, I'm, I'm so I'm that. that. You know, no, yeah, no. Uh, that. And apparently there's no cure for it. You can't get it. You can't, no, you can't, no, no. I'm stuck with it. And as soon as you identify with something, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And people identify with lots of things. You know, and then what they'll do is I'll moan and complain about it. Oh, well, I've, I've got this like, thing and I can't get rid of it. And I've had it for years. And what do you think? It means terrible, isn't it? I can't get rid of it. And uh, and then what you're going to do is, oh, but then there's no cure for it. And I'm going to withdraw and be alone. Yeah. So all of those all of those things, making excuses, seeking attention, withdrawal, yeah, well, alone, complaining, nice. they're all basically probably all connected in some people's life. That's what they do. You can even identify positives. One of my clients the other day who I'm treating, you know, he's identified with the fact nutrition was causing his problem. And he suddenly realised, as he's been coming to see me, that stop eating, you know, stop eating acorns. <laughs> no, he's realised that he's sold his nutrition, but his problem's still there. Yeah. Because nutrition doesn't solve the problem. But he's identified yeah. the idea that the nutrition was causing the problem. And because he identified, he was still running the belief system. And he sort of then just realised, yeah, uh, as he's been coming to me, that that's not, it hasn't solved the problem. Great, right? because that's what we do, is yeah, our I, logical brain goes and looks for answers, and it will make up shit and believe the shit that yeah. it makes up. Yeah. And all these people that are experts will tell you that this is what's going to happen. And then you go and do that thing, you invest heavily into it, and I know this because it's exactly what I've done for four years, and you do that thing, and at the end of it, Nothing's changed. No. And I go, oh, yeah. And you have all these people preaching nutrition and this is going to – you need to do this. Now, what that was going to do is it means from that point onwards you're going to get healthier. But I want to see how eating raisins or eating an orange changes the neurological pathway in your brain and rewrites what's been doesn't. stored in there. It doesn't. And this is the big myth. Everything is neurological. It's information that's hardwired and stored. So how is going for a run, pushing some weights, eating an orange – change physically change that in your neural pathway it won't you sure because yeah, a lot of people it. out there telling you that it will no no it won't no all, and that's all, my whole problem with it all 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 anything does that you put into your body or you take in even moves you from a moves you from a stress state to an alkaline state so you're either in acid or in alkaline oh it's been acid your food, did you? you yeah, I saw it well. many years ago. I expect your face to be that was when I, more like the joke. That's when I was right running addictions. Oh, sorry, sorry, I got it. Right, okay. Oh, you mean it was on acid? Oh, got it. Okay, well, that is an addiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, if your body's in a state of acid, then yes, you are going to be stressed. And if it's an alkaline, you're going to be healthy. And nutrition can help move you from an acid to an alkaline state. But if the conflict is still running, the shock is still running, I don't care what you do, nothing's going to change. No. So when it does change, if you use nutrition and it changes you from acid to alkaline, that's because the shock's gone. That's because you're no, running, run, no longer running the conflict. Yeah. If it's not doing it, it's because the conflict is still in place. Yeah. And I've had so many people come to me with that same problem, and they, I've heard people say, oh, nutrition, it solved my problems. Brilliant, that's fantastic. It moves from acid to alkaline, the shock had gone. Yeah. But when it's not working, it's because the shock is still running. There's no harm using the nutrition. Well, I eat nutrition, healthy. I said, why? Well, I, I eat healthy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, there's no way I'm going to start eating junk food. No. Because I know it doesn't work for me. No. But I don't use it to solve a problem. No, it's not designed. Ideally, when you clear the shock and trauma, your body will crave healthier food. Your body will want to yeah. eat better because it knows it optimizes your system. So it's more of an optimization, op optimization, optimization, an optimization thing. It just makes everything function better. Like putting, like putting you know, oil in your car, that makes everything function better. Um, but it's not the root cause. In my no, experience, no, it's yeah. not the root cause. It, it just helps. And if it has fixed the problem, sometimes juicing fixes it. But that's because the trauma is gone, not because it fixed the problem. Yeah.
And it's all neurological or biological in whatever, whether it's a physical problem or whether it's a mental yeah. or an emotional problem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, otherwise I'd have people coming around here saying, oh, Steve, I'm really depressed. I go, yeah, I'll have a banana. Yeah, exactly. Have yeah, a banana, have banana, an apple. That's uh, yeah. That, yeah, off you go. It's feeling a lot better for that now. That's amazing. amazing. Come back next week and I'll have some walnuts and some dates for you. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I've been so much better since I started eating those bananas. My depression's just gone away. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. I know. I know. One of the things they, they say is good with depression is kiwi fruit. Um, it's a natural antidepressant. Um, but if you're severely depressed, even a little bit of depression, kiwi fruit's not going to change your depression because what caused your depression is a loss. It's a loss. I was going to say, loss. what, is a kiwi fruit so, going to bring back the yeah. missus and so, the house uh, yeah. or the money? So, no. And it won't change law of attraction either. either no, right, so, yeah. So no, what we're not saying that these things don't work. We're saying the reason they work is not what people think. Yeah. If they have worked for you, that is brilliant. I'm as long as you're better, that's great. Yeah. But for the people listening, if you're doing these things and they're not working, stop doing them and treat. Or the if cause, you have to keep doing neurologic. them. Well, carry on doing can, them. Well, if you keep doing them, it becomes an addiction. Yeah, but you're Doesn't just addicted to doing that thing again. Yeah, you're exactly. addicted to it. Is this a move away? Working. Yeah. Just change the response you're having, or find a way to change it, and you'll find the problem will go away. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think we've had 95, a, we've, 8% of the time. Yeah. So we've had a little bit of a complaining a lot just then. So we've just. Do you, do you think we're complaining? I, I like a little bit of complaining. Yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of complaining. Well, I'm, it's I'm, a positive I was complaint. only doing this. I was trying to get the point across. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's an excuse. Uh, I won't yeah, do that anymore. You're just going to seek attention. Yeah, yeah, I do want to seek attention. Okay. Right. right. Well, I think we're probably. You love me. I do. Uh, right, you do I love me. I love oh, me. That's great. Don't oh, touch. So not. Don't touch. Uh, distancing. Um, I don't, germs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if I get germs some spray everywhere. and some hand sanitizer. Yeah. Which is interesting. I didn't been, actually say that. Did you know you that? Didn't. It's been proved, doesn't it? That it's got uh, what benzene in it. Yeah. It's got benzene in it. Uh, it says uh, forty-four hand sanitizers of high level of cancer-causing chemicals, benzene, according to the Daily Mail. Well, which okay. I said from the very start, stop using them. Don't use them. They'll they'll create they'll create viruses. But yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Oh no, no, it won't. No, it won't. Don't listen to Steve. What does he know? Yeah. Boris said. Yeah, because Boris said. Yeah, because Boris is a fond of knowledge. Oh, no. um, how can you look at that man and think he's smart? Seriously, yeah. how, I would never look at someone like that and go, "Whoa, I'm going to listen to him." Yeah. Um. So, but. But no, I mean, I see people washing their hands in hand sanitizer, they're just doing it. And I'm like, you have no idea what you're doing to I your know, body. I know. You are causing yourself so many problems. I know. You moron. Yes. Um, uh, it just it just, it just baffles me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just want to go. So uh, I want to say hello to Nisha. So Nisha's my, uh, the lady in Saudi. She's obviously watching. Hello, Nisha. So hello, Nisha. You, honestly, she's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, told she's, me she's amazing. amazing. I have heard all about you, Nisha. Yeah, I she's promise. Great. I told her today. 90% of it was good. I told her that she was amazing today as well. And she said, stop having a moan, Steve. So I'll take your advice and i will stop having a moan <laughs> uh so there you go and um so yeah so so i think we'll call it a night for tonight um it's been fun doing this one it's I'm, been fun i've enjoyed looking, this one it's been good it's i'm great. actually well this birthday week. special birthday special. really great yeah um as you can see you're hoping to get lots of presents are you doing this for attention is yes you want lots of I'm, attention i'm seeking attention yeah and uh i'm just addicted to attention okay uh, no yeah so i've really enjoyed this um and so we'll be back in two weeks probably yes we will we'll talk about something else that's going to be interesting and fascinating and engaging we'll talk about something fascinating and engaging yeah i don't oh, know wait. what though that'll be a first yeah so um i want to finish but one quick point the reason we pointed out your secondary gains is is right down the second games we've told you and then look at which ones you're doing and work out your actions, what action or behavior it causes you to do. So you, so it, let's say, for instance, you seek attention. Close your eyes and go, when I seek attention, 
what action or behavior do i do yeah. it might be that you withdraw and be alone because sometimes withdrawing and be alone makes people message you or you might be are saying you okay or, are you all right yeah or you might be saying right now do you know what i can't be bothered that's just bollocks that is i can't even be bothered that is making an excuse making an excuse <laughs> so then you can tell you're making excuses but look at the action behaviors that you that you do or adopt when you're running one of those secondary games absolutely. and that will give you a clue to what what's stopping you what's yeah. holding you back yeah absolutely so uh great We'll finish there then. Yeah. Tonight, you got nothing else to someone to say? No, I'm all good. I'm I'm all talked out. We're gonna have Chinese. Uh, I hope so. That's Great. One Excellent. Of my well, I'm gonna finish around. up now because I'm starving. I haven't eaten the thing all day. Uh, right. So uh, I want to thank you very very much for joining us on this special edition. Uh, uh, so uh, we'll be back in a fortnight's time covering another topic or subject. And uh, we don't know what that will be yet. So uh, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, I've been your host, Stephen Jakes from HealingTheMind.co.uk. Uh, you can reach Jonathan or contact him or find him on his website, uh, uh, thedtosystem.com. And uh, or you can also find us out on the inside-outeffect.co.uk. Or go to my website if you want to work with me or see my amazing website that John's done and look at the lovely pictures and Boy. read some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of new information on his website, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll leave it there. And uh, you can find us also if you want to reach out to us on Messenger, Facebook. Uh, and also, if you are on Telegram, go and have a look at the World Doctors Alliance and get yourself informed. Stop watching the TV. Stop listening to the lies. Stop being allowing yourself to be manipulated and controlled. Um, now I'm going to leave it on that. So thanks yeah. again. Thanks for joining us. Thanks um, for watching. We appreciate all your support. And if you know anyone, just like, share this as much as possible. We really appreciate that. We do do this to help people as much as possible to share the right information. We can't reach through the screen and help people, but if we can like, like take it away, yeah. but if we can just share the right information with people so they learn what they actually need to do about to get better, then that that has been worth. If we just help one person each time, then that's yeah. that's been that's, 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 that's my belief. I don't yeah. care if one person comes and from what we do and gets help, then that's that's yeah. been a benefit. Yeah. Uh, oh, remember, you can go onto my YouTube channel. I think it's just go to YouTube, Stephen Jakes, you'll be able to listen to the uh, Mind uh, Audio for helping you sleep and uh, helping you become more productive in the workplace. It does really work. Right. Okay. Enough said. We're going to yep. have a Chinese. Thanks for joining us. Take care now. All the best. Bye. Good night. End broadcast. <laughs>